اللهم خذ بيدنا في الأمور كلها واشرح صدورنا واستر عيوبنا ووفقنا لما تحبه وترضاه يا أكرم الأكرمين يا Welcome to Swisscast. I am your host, Brother Suhaib Webb. MashaAllah. Like, share, learn, and write. That's what I need from you all, man. To like, learn, share, and write. Share it on social media. Write reviews, whether it's on the Apple Store or other places. And learn and, and, and like it as well. You know what I mean? And spread the word about SwissCast, inshallah. It helps in ways that you can't imagine. We know that this is the season of the Mawlid. For those of you who are listening and maybe not Muslim, Mawlid is the birthday of Prophet Muhammad wasallam. The Muslim calendar is a lunar, lunar calendar, so it changes throughout the year. And the, while the majority of Muslims do celebrate Mawlid, there are some, as we saw just a few days ago in Afghanistan, who in the name of a puritanical doctrine actually will harm Muslims for celebrating the birthday of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Of course, that's the more cancerous form of that intolerance at a benign level. Sometimes we see hostilities in mosques. We see differences over the birthday of the best of creation, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I want to step back away from the typical seasonal polemics and just share with you something that was shared to me by a dear friend. And that is that a Christian, how does a Christian celebrate the Mawlid of the Prophet Sounds crazy, right? Especially in today's world where there's so much intolerance, so much um, suspicion of one another, identity politics, this toxic populism that's out there. We can learn from this brother, man, who in his objectivity, in his nuance, in his maturity, and it's just a sense of being a good person. Right, actually celebrates the Mawlid of the Prophet and I thought I would share with you uh, that important incident in our history. Um, as many of you know, especially if you're from Lebanon or from Balad al-Sham, a large number of people from that area of the world migrated to South America. A lot of them ended up in Brazil. And the person that we're talking about today, uh, Rashid Salim uh, al-Khuri, was a Orthodox Christian from Lebanon, migrated to Brazil, San Paulo, Brazil, settled there, was born around 1887. I think he died in 1984. Uh, he was known as the poem, the poet of the Qurar, uh, which is the, the village. So he was like known as the village poet, you know, and they say that in a loving way. He was actually invited um, last century sometime by the Muslim community in San Paulo, Brazil, to attend a celebration honoring the birthday of the Prophet you know, I think that would be amazing, Muslim communities in America, if we invited people of other faiths, other backgrounds, um, people from the activism community who may be aware, uh, academics, to come and reflect on the birthday of the Prophet as outsiders. So 
he accepted, he graciously accepted this offer. Uh, he attended the celebration of the Prophet and he did so as a committed Christian. So what I decided to do is take a few excerpts from his speech, uh, and I've translated them. You can find them actually on my Facebook wall and just share them with you because they're really, really remarkable. So he begins uh, his speech. He says, Ayyuhal Muslimun, dear Muslims, Yuladu Nabiyu ala al-sinatikum kulla amin marratan. He said that every year the Prophet Muhammad is born on your tongues. Meaning that the celebration of the Mawlid, right, the Prophet is born exclusively in your words. وَيُمُوتُ فِي قُلُوبِكُمْ وَعُقُولِكُمْ وَأَفْعَارِكُمْ كُلَّ يَوْمٍ أَلْفْ مَرَّةٍ says something really powerful. And he says, but you kill the Prophet you, you bring to the Prophet daily a thousand deaths in your hearts, in your intellects, and in your deeds. وَلَوْ وُلِدَ فِي أَرْوَاحِكُمْ لَوُلِدْتُمْ مَعَهِ However, if the Prophet's birth truly happened in your souls and in your hearts, you would it would be as though you were born with him. You would have given him life. So he's comparing it. This is called tibaq in Arabic, Yamutu, Yuladu, where you take opposites and you put them together to make people think. It's really interesting. So like Nar and Jannah in the Quran, Adab and Naim in the Quran, like opposites. In rhetoric, this is called tibaq. So he's saying, you know, you killed the process on him with your actions, with the contradictions in your actions and your deeds and your thoughts. But if the Prophet was truly birthed within the depths of your souls, right, then it would have been as though you were born with him. You would have experienced this rebirth. And he says, وَكُلُّ وَاحِدْ مِنْكُمْ يَكُونُ مُحَمَّدًا صَغِيرًا and every single one of you Muslims, if you had sincerely embraced the meaning and the beauty of the Prophet's birth, each and every one of you would be like little Muhammad's. SubhanAllah, man, it's hard to translate, but what he's saying is like, all of you would have brought hope to the world and the communities that you live in, similar to the hope that Muhammad وسلم, as a child brought to his community in the world in which he lived in. So if the Prophet was born in your hearts, then that would be the impact. Each and every one of us as Muslims would bring the promise of the childhood of Muhammad والسلام, that brought milk to a barren woman. So you would bring that barakah to the world around you in different ways. So it's like really, really beautiful, subhanAllah. Then he says, Ayyuha al-Muslimun, dear Muslims, يَنْسِبُوا أَعْدَاءُكُمْ إِلَىٰ دِينِكُمْ كُلَّ فِرْيَةٌ وَدِينُكُمْ مِنْ بُهْتَانِهِمْ بُرَاءٌ He says, you know, dear Muslims, your enemies, your antagonists conspire to slander your faith. Yet your faith is bara', is free of, of those, those lies. وَلَكِنَّكُمْ However, you, antum, indeed you, you validate their claims through your actions. 
And your negligence of your deen verifies their assumptions. Your religion is a religion of science and appreciation of knowledge. Yet you are ignorant. Your deen, your faith is a faith of ease and facilitation, yet you make it difficult. Excuse me. And your your deen is a deen, your religion is a religion that appreciates beauty and art, yet you repulse people away by the way that you engage them and treat them. And your religion is one which is rooted in integrity and helping others. Yet you, you deceive people. Subhanallah, man. And your religion is the religion of charity, zakat. Yet you're stingy. Then he, he begins to address the Prophet so after initially, you know, opening his remarks by reminding us, us as Muslims of our responsibility, and this is a very eloquent person, he's a very famous poet, and he's saying this as someone who cares, not as someone who's simply criticizing. He says, Ya Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Nabi Allahi haqqan, Ya Faylasuf al-Falasifa, wa Sultan al-Bulagha, وَيَا مَجْدَ الْعَرَبْ وَالْإِنْسَانِيَّةِ إِنَّكَ لَمْ تَقْتُلِ الرُّوحَ بِالشَّهَوَاتِ الْجَسَدِ وَلَمْ تَحْتَقِرْ الْجَسَدَ تَعْظِيمًا لِلْرُّوحِ فَدِينُكَ دِينُ الْفِطْرَةِ السَّلِيمَةِ He says, Muhammad وسلم, You are truly the messenger of God, the teacher of all philosophers, the apex of eloquence, and the most distinguished Arab or human being. You did not kill the spirit. And here he, he alludes to the balanced approach of our deen. He says, uh, you, you did not kill the spirit by satisfying the physical desires. Like, you're not lent to opulence. And, and you did not break the body seeking to elevate the soul. And I really want to give a shout out to my friend Ibrahim. Uh, who helped me with this translation because it's very powerful. Meaning that in between opulence and gluttony and between living a unsustainable spiritual life, in the middle of those you will find the deen of Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in many places in the Quran, Kulu wa la tusrifu. Eat and drink but don't waste. On the other end, and of course, this harsh monk-type life, that hermit-type life that they have invented for themselves, Allah says, we did not prescribe it for them. The Prophet said, right? There is no living the life of a recluse and a hermit in Islam. So what he's saying is, you did not you did not break the body you did not break the spirit in the name of opulence and desires 
And you did not break the body trying to honor the spirit. Like you're balanced. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, khayr al-umuri awsatuha. The best of affairs are the balanced ones. Then he says, فَدِينُكَ دِينُ الْفِطْرَةِ السَّلِيمَةِ And your religion is the natural religion, the sound religion that appeals to the nature of people. Then he says, وَإِنِّي مُوْقِنٌ أَنَّ الْإِنسَانِيَّةِ He said, I am certain that humanity, بَعْدَ أَنْ يَئِسَتْ مِنْ كُلِّ فَلْسَفَاتِهَا وَعُلُومِهَا After it has become dismissive and cynical, towards all of the sciences and all of the philosophies and it it has become become you know dismissive and turned away from the ways of the experts and the academics that's like where we are today man so it will not find a way out Min ma'ziqiha from that impasse. Raha wa rahati rawhiha. Nor will it find any rest. Wa salahi amriha. Nor will it find any way to rectify its affairs. He's talking to the whole world now. He says, Illa birtima'i bi ahdan al Islam. Which means until it, it falls and into the lap. Of Islam, like it embraces Islam and accepts Islam and recognizes Islam as something beautiful. So at that moment in time, it is upon people on a day like this, the day of the birth of Sayyidina Muhammad alayhi salatu salam, and tarfa'a wa tahtafi mil'a saduriha. On, on a day like this, human beings, if they were to truly understand, along with the Muslims, the value of the Prophet's birth, they would have no recourse except to celebrate and express joy and raise their voices in extolling the virtues and blessings of Sayyidina Muhammad And then he read the following poet that he wrote for that day. He said, that the, the, the holiday of humanity is the holiday that marks the birth of Muhammad that the Prophet is a remedy for all of the ailments that cover the globe that are found in the world today. That this is the holiday which recognizes the Prophet, the son of Abdullah, who from him arose Shamsul Hidayati min Quranihil Ulawi. That from him the, the Quran shone uh, like, like, shined like a sun. It's, its guidance and the light that came from the Quran for people's hearts was cast upon their hearts like the sun. Like sunlight, and that was the light of the Quran. Ya qawmu hadha masihun yudhakkirukum. He says, O oh people, this is the Messiah that was sent to remind you. La yunhidi ash-sharqa illa hubbun al-akhawi. And that there will be no, no, no nahda. Yani there will be no 
enlightenment for the East until we learn to love one another, as if to say this is one of the outcomes of the teaching of the Prophet ﷺ. And then he finishes it very beautifully and says, فَإِن ذَكَرْتُمْ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ تَكْرِمَةً And if you mention out of honor the Messenger of Allah, Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَبَلِّغُوهُ سَلَامَ الشَّعِرِ الْقَرَوِي SubhanAllah, it's beautiful. Then pass on the salam from the poet known as the poet Al-Qarawi, which is himself, Al-Khuri. SubhanAllah, man, what a beautiful lesson and a powerful reflection, this incredible reminder from this incredible person. And it's very important for us to think through his example about getting together, talking with people, building with people, communicating, inshallah, and learning and benefiting from one another. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and yajma'ana ma'a habibina Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kama amanna bihi wa lam narahu subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah